when it comes to heating up your business, it's all about making more bacon. And that requires an expert with a particular set of skills. You need a Baconologist. Building authentic connections, online networking, through social selling, relationship marketing, mindset and training. Yeah, that's bacon. Get ready, because we're about to fry up a sizzling success strategy. This is the Bacon Podcast with your host and business Baconologist, Brian Basilico. It's a lot of bees, man. Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps. Every year around the third or fourth week of November until the first week of January, business starts to slow down, unless you're in retail. We start to reflect on the previous months of the year. It's also a time to look forward to what's next. I can tell you as you get older, the time compresses and seems to pass faster. That's why I get so upset when they start pushing pumpkin spice everything in August, Christmas stuff in September, and Black Friday sales in October. Trust me, I get it's all about business and extending seasons to increase revenues. But seriously, can we just pause a bit and give thanks on Thanksgiving? Now... If you're into that, I'm not here to judge. I'm all good with you being you, but I digress. If you're on Facebook, you know how they pop up these random memories in your feed. I saw a memory of a fight I was having with a new snowblower. We were in the middle of rehabbing our house and putting it up for sale in the spring. And at the time, we were all locked in because of COVID and it was peaking again. Vaccines have helped us to get back to a bit of normal, but now we're facing a lot of stress and change in our lives. It was hard to believe that we were six months away from being homeless, kind of. There was still a lot to do on the home front, but I was also trying to keep a business running. We had 22 years of stuff to remove, sell, donate, and recycle. Amazingly, we had little that we threw out. We never got a dumpster. Our new home was being built, so we had to find an apartment we could rent for three months that was pet-friendly. We sold the house in June, moved to Raleigh, and blindly, in an SUV, packed up clothes, computers, and our dog Layla without ever seeing the living spaces, the apartment or the home, in person. I am thankful for all the help we had from Carol Hydorn, our home stager, and general contractors like John Monahan, Kurt Springer, Joe Flores, and many more. Also, I'm thankful for the friends that we had in Raleigh who welcomed and acclimated us to our new area. This includes Chuck Hester and our realtors, Joe and Richard Smith. As I said, it was hard to keep a business running, especially with multiple very active current and new clients. And... Running a business is not easy when it's calm, nonetheless in chaos. I made the decision four years ago that although being a solopreneur was flexible and agile, it was not stable. I listened to my business coach and my own advice in my own books and used networking to start building a team around me who were better at what I was doing than I was. First, this improved the speed and quality of the work and more positive outcomes. 
second, it actually freed me to focus on the one thing that I was better at than any of them, and that's creative strategy in problem solving. So I am thankful for my business coach, Marla Tabaka, and thankful for my team, project manager Lori, writers Jennifer, Mark, Matt, and more, developers Michael and Kate, designers Carrie and Vicki, analytics analyst Brenda, email and social team Julie, Svetlana, Lori, and our new find Aaron, photography John, video Andrew, and all the others who jumped in to pick up the slack in Asana, haha. <laughs> Emily, Hank, Robin, Pat, Kathy, all of those people made a difference and kept us afloat. While my family was going through chaos, these people kept things rolling so smoothly. And I am so blessed to have their trust, talents, and terrific professional results. Let's face it, talking to myself, of course, I have a millennial mind and a boomer body. Over the years, I've had some health issues crop up. This year was no different. It was a combination of stress, age, and maybe a bout with COVID, which I really never tested positive for. Yet, I ended up in the hospital again, and this year I was diagnosed with AFib. It's normal and treatable, but it did cause me to not be at my best, or 100%. Healthcare is very important and very expensive. I was lucky enough to have a wife who worked for a company with a great plan when we lived in Chicago with some of the best healthcare in the U.S. The move to Raleigh was also prompted by the fact that Duke, Wake Forest, and UNC, some of the best research and healthcare groups in the country, are in the Raleigh area. I've found the system down here faster yet more patient-friendly. With a few tests and some meds, I can report I'm back to 100%, even better than I felt before. Part of moving to a new area is that you have to start over again building local relationships, trust in business and vendors, and understanding the culture. The pace of life in North Carolina is much more laid back than in Chicago. After 40 years of the Chicago hustle, I had to learn to slow down and work with the people, culture, and lifestyle of the South. I'm thankful for joining the American Marketing Association before we even moved down here. Local friend Chuck Hester told me about it and said it was the best $150 investment in networking I could get in Raleigh. And he was not wrong. Since moving here, I've met Hank, Misty, Jennifer, Ben, and had a podcast guest who is a past president of AMA, Stan Phelps. Did you know I like golf? Stan took me to my first ever night golf round. All the tees and the greens are lit up like a football stadium. It was awesome. With all that has happened over the last year, I still have an eye on what's next. During all that change and chaos... I've continued to learn, listen, and live my best life. The business grew. I'm golfing more than ever. And I started getting out and networking almost as much as I did in Chicago before COVID stopped all of that. I and my family are loving the area, the weather, and all the new things in our lives. I'm excited to see what's next. What does next year bring? And after the last two months, we moved into our home around September. 
I know it's going to be exciting and filled with adventure and success. So what else am I thankful for? I'm thankful for you. Thanks to all of my listeners, all of my readers, and the people that keep me motivated to keep doing this after 800 plus episodes. I also want to thank my wife, my dog Layla, my family, my friends, readers, commentators, guests, clients, prospects, vendors, new and old ones, golfing buddies, musician friends, neighbors, and all the people in my social and business networks. Yep, I'm talking to all 10,000 of you guys. The last year was filled with love, encouragement, faith, truth, and frequent reality checks. Everyone I've mentioned today has brought purpose, pleasure, and occasional pushes, prognostication, and purposeful profanity that keeps me moving forward. So with that being said, I'm going to finish out the year with some special episodes and some special guests to talk about what's coming next. What does the next year look like? But in the short term, it's your turn. What are you thankful for? Who do you need to thank? And finally, what did the last year teach you that can propel you forward to the next year living in gratitude? Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? Send them to askbrian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon. <laughs>